folks. Welcome to Waterbound, episode 34. 34. Hey, guys, this is Link. And Ted, and we've got a guest here, Joseph. Uh, we'll make an official introduction here in a moment. Um, but this is our uh, little podcast about whitewater paddling in the southeast, and we also talk a little bit about uh, beers in the southeast because we're drinking them as we do the podcast. That's and, right. Uh, <laughs> And we'll go ahead and start with that. Tonight, we're drinking... What we got here, Link? It's, uh... There's a lot going on here. <laughs> it's, uh, Full Steam. Um, uh, out of Durham, North Carolina, Full Steam Brewing. Uh, the name of the beer is the Rocket Science IPA. Uh, beer from the beautiful south. Yes, sir. What do you think, uh, Joseph? How are you liking that, that beer? Very good. Very, very, very strong beer. Very strong beer. All right. Um, So, yes, we we talk about whitewater paddling southeast primarily. Uh, Link is a longtime uh, raft guide, kayaker. I'm a weekend uh, paddler, uh, and I try to paddle a lot of things, and that's, that's about where we end up. So, uh, and uh, Joseph here is one of my paddling buddies. Uh, we work together, and we're excited to have him on and talk about. Uh, we'll 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 save the topic for now. We'll reveal that in a moment. But um, we are right here before Christmas, so hope everybody's ready. Got their list together, ready to go, um, and I guess we're going to start out with some trip reports. Yeah. So, uh, Joseph, jo- uh, Link's got a good one uh, to well, talk about today, but we'll, we'll start it out because ours is uh, not yeah. as exciting. Oh, whatever. <laughs> was beautiful. Um, day, I think it's a, it's a great segue into uh, introducing our guest. Absolutely. So, uh, Joseph, uh, I'll let you start off this trip report, man. And uh, we've how many trips do you think we've done I, I could tell you because I've got them logged in, but just you and I this summer, maybe. I don't know. Just a guess. I don't know. I, at least 20, 20. Yeah, 20 a, bunch so. of, yeah. a bunch of them. Yeah. A bunch of Easily. Awesome. Easily. And uh, <clears throat> Joseph got, he's one of the reasons I got into the uh, canoe. So he's got a. I don't know if I could be around, Ted, for more than 20. <laughs> <laughs> 20 trips, for I'm God's kidding. sakes. I'm I, I don't blame you. I wouldn't want to be around <laughs> me either. Uh, Joseph, what uh, what kind of canoe, what kind of boat are you paddling here? Let's talk about that. I've got an Outrage, uh, which is uh, the first boat that I've been, and it has been a uh, a, a, a quite a teacher. Uh, have done done quite a lot of swimming uh, <laughs> from the Outrage, but love it. Been been having a great time, and uh, Tuckasegee the other day was was beautiful. It was uh, misty and 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 sort of overcast in the morning. We had a uh, a bald eagle that that followed us all the way, almost all the way down the river, and nice. gave us some some beautiful scenes. It pulls all the the greens out when when the when the weather's like that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, and and just uh, for for the non OC oneers out there, that that's a Mad River brand canoe, Correct. right? The out, yeah, sorry. outrage, and it's what about eleven. 11 and a half feet or so. Uh, so big boat. Um, and, uh, yeah, he's been working on that for, you've been paddling that one for a couple of years Two or years. so. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, is so that, is that how long you've been 
that's how long I've been doing. Right. Yeah, open phone. Cool. Started in that boat and. Yeah, but and I guess before we get into that, because everybody we we talk about our our experience or my lack of it all the time. But how a quick I guess history of your you know what's your paddling background? What how would you characterize that? What do you how did you get into it? How long you been doing it? Kind of thing. Yeah, I guess I was thinking about it. So my my wife and I when we first met and we've we've I guess been together almost twenty years. Is 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 we got a a tandem. Uh, dagger reflection 15 canoe um, and, and so those we've had uh, sort of moving water experience and uh, very very light um, lower class white water experience but just up until recently two years ago um, I don't know I guess it was intersection with 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 getting to know Ted better and um, several opportunities around here just got got into boating and that Ted, he's um, just a catalyst. He is. He's it's unbelievable, and he pulls people, and yeah, it's it's great. And so he he's for been, not for yeah, just for <laughs> <laughs> no. He's been he's been he's been very encouraging mm-hmm. um, and and supportive, um, and is just always willing to to sort of get people out on the water and got me out there and has uh, I think been a big part of my own development and skills is sort of pushing me to to yeah, newer and better rivers and and that was what made the tuck so great the other day was finally getting to a point where uh my sphincter is not tight the whole <laughs> way down the river and i can actually enjoy it and and, and have some fun well there. i know you're talking about that the other day and we i guess even two years ago we made a number of trips there and and then you're talking about the you just this this week how you you know you weren't even thinking about it out there and and yeah I mean I think that's awesome not not uh, you know to to go back to something where you kind of got started and, and right. it's like oh this it's like anything like when you're a kid you go back to to you go back as an adult to some places and you're like that's not as that's not as big as I remembered it <laughs> and and for those who aren't familiar with the uh, technical terminology a sphincter <laughs> is. Uh, is <coughs> Is it the the butthole muscle? Oh, okay. The I puckering like. part. The puckering part of he the puckering. The puckering Tight part. When you see <laughs> scary rapids. Um, all right. Well, back to the uh, to the trip report. So uh, yeah, man, we had a good day. Water this time of year, they're not really doing uh, like a lot of like scheduled releases, but I think it's just releases. I don't know. Link may know like what I mean. Uh, we it's I just been a checked long on time since I've been over there. During I just the checked winter, online. But, yeah, and well, they give you they they give the uh, forecast for like what three, or, two or three or four or five days or something like yeah. that. And it, it was it was a good level, uh, you know. But uh, and again, like that. That river, I guess, is known as kind of a a really good beginner whitewater river because it's typically in the summer. It's warm water. Yeah, it's got like sandy beaches after you know sort of pool drop. So you've got some legitimate rapids and and I know we've talked about this before, but I think it's a great place to learn because you're not afraid of getting cold and you know if you yeah. fall out, yeah. you usually can yeah. swim over to the, a sandy beach and. So, uh, winter times is a little different, but anyway, it was, it was good to get out there and yeah, we saw there were actually a couple of eagles and nice. they count, they live there. So we see them. Yeah. I mean, for several years now I've been seeing those eagles and, and I love it. Well, there's, yeah, they, so, you know, with the eagles, they have, you know, 
a lot of times there's nesting pairs, um, you know, and then as their numbers go up, um, it's good good to hear you guys saw a couple. Yeah, so, and I can't I can't leave out our buddy uh, yeah, Charlie. Bring that up. Yep. Yeah, who who went out there with us and. He uh, he's got a sort of a ducky uh, a mix between a ducky and a raft, and he was he was in a big old canoe this time. A mohawk, so fourteen foot. Oh, right on, big dog, and uh, styled it. Cadillac. He, he was in the caddy, <laughs> yeah. baby, uh, and he did great. And we had we had a good day. So uh, yeah, man, um, we'll get back to it. But uh, Link. You gonna tell us about your happening trip today, man? Yeah, um, you know we uh, we had some uh, some good weather. We had we actually had a good bit of rain the beginning of the weekend this past weekend, and uh, yeah, it was it was decent rain. Um, yeah, everything kind of everything natural flow kind of went up and came down really quick, and then uh, I was happy to see the big front moving in yesterday. Um, and thought, yay, probably gonna have a rain, you know, rain day at work. And, uh, and, uh, that's what ended up happening and huge, huge, uh, rainstorm, um, moved, moved across really, really bad thunder and lightning over at my house. I yeah, woke um, me up I'm, last I'm, night. Yeah. <clears throat> woke me up too. So, uh, but <clears throat> got up and, um, I knew that uh, around Chattanooga area, Walden's Ridge, kind of West Georgia, Northwest Georgia, I knew they got more rain over there. Uh, they got somewhere around two to two and a half inches of rain over there. So my initial uh, plan was to head that way, head over towards Chattanooga and run something over in that area. And uh, my buddy Casey, uh, we ho- he hollered at me this morning and said that, the Conasaga was running really, really good, and uh, you just don't, you know, you don't get a lot of days on the Conasaga. So I said, I'm on my way, and uh, got over there, and he saw it at, I think it was 2.8 early in the morning, which it was it's a pretty, pretty meaty, meaty flow on the, on the Conasaga. Um, and, is there a uh, gauge? On there's it? a visual gauge, okay. so you got to go by the visual, uh, which which is hard to believe for a river, a drainage the size of the Conestoga River drainage um, that's coming out of the Cahutta Wilderness and the Big Frog Wilderness. Two rivers kind of make up that major rivers make up that watershed, which are the Conestoga and uh, found out today from Casey that. Uh, Jack's River mm. is actually the bigger drainage, mm. drains a bigger area, but they they both drain into the same, the same uh, floodplain, and uh, they go from you know really big mountains into straight up flatland, uh, in the uh, you know kind of the middle or upper Tennessee River Valley. So there's no gauges except for visuals, but um, it's wilderness boating, so you got to hike in. I think we've talked about before, uh, back in the spring, whenever I ran it back in the spring, but, uh, it's just a jewel. It's, it's a beautiful, beautiful gym and, uh, starts out with, um, pretty much, you know, they, they, I guess they, they call Chernobyl class five, um, 
you know, it's it's uh, it's a big four, but um, there's probably three or four big rapids on the upper the upper Conasauga, and then kind of the the lower stretch. There's about four or five big ones up there. Um, and it's just it's just a beautiful beautiful section of the state flowing out of uh, our largest wilderness area, the the Cahuta Wilderness, and um, we had. Uh, I was R1 in the Thundercloud. Casey had his Cloud 9. Uh, he was r 2 in with, uh, with a friend. And uh, we had two kayakers with us. So, And uh, they everybody just had, you know, a great time. Um, let's see. Casey did flip. He kind of went into a strainer. No. <laughs> and that, that got pretty sporty. Uh and we knew the strainer was there. This one hadn't moved a bunch, but um, he just tried to kind of barrel. It was high enough that he thought he could get, you know, just bust through the limbs, and they ended up uh, flipping uh, in that. Uh, it was kind of hanging above above the water, so it wasn't down, you know, like all the way down. The tree wasn't all the way in the water. But, um, but that's really the only action we had. We had just a great, great day. Um, you know, big, big fun, class class four whitewater, um, continuous class three, four in several stretches. I think all in all it's about a nine mile run, somewhere around there. So, you know, it's we're out there for a good while. Um and about three hours and uh chilly out there too it was yeah it was really warm <laughs> in the morning when the, the river was at its highest but by the time we put on at one i think that was we had already missed the warmest part of the day and it just kept getting colder so all of us were kind of getting had moments of cold had had moments of chills going on but uh we powered on through and and uh got downstream and uh it was about one eight one or one one foot eight inches so um basically 20 inches at the takeout so it's not really a it's it's more of a an actual you know gauge that's in feet and inches and feet whereas like yeah, over at the Chatuga, our gauge is—it's not really feet. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know what I, it is. Yeah, it's like <laughs> on the gauge. Yeah, I don't know if those are actual feet, but we—it's just what we go by. So yeah, I, I love—I love the Conasauga. Um, it's a really magical place, um, and you're—you actually—you know—you see um, the old, uh, old railroad beds and some of you know some of the. Um, the bridge pilings, you know, where they just stack stones, stack rocks up to, to, uh, take the old, uh, you know, steam locomotives in there during the, back in the logging days. And, and, uh, yeah, it's just, it's just really pretty. It's, it's so funny cause you're down in there and you're like, you're looking at these hills above the river that you actually wind through and you're like, you know, these are not the mountains that are kind of channeling this water westward. Um, these are just, it's it's almost like you're paddling, winding through a plateau that's in the middle of this really deep river gorge. You know, it's really it's very strange because there's times where you can like the hill you're going around or the bluff you're going around is only like 
maybe a hundred feet tall mm-hmm. and you go and you snake around these things. And there's a couple of spots where, you know, as you come around a corner, you can see upstream and downstream perfectly like a 180 mm-hmm. degree turn. And you, or you can see like through a corner where you're going, where you're about to go. And you're like, you know, it takes you easily three or 400 yards to get there. Yeah, you can see that spot, but you're like, okay, there's a river there. You know, so you're scouting as you come around these corners. <laughs> yeah. uh, but uh, it's a really cool place. Um, we had some, we had some, um, we had an audience at the put in. Um, noticed some some vehicles up at the put in parking lot, and after mile and a half hike in. You know, I was thinking to myself, I wonder where the people are that belong to those cars. Yeah. And if they're backpacking, where are they camped? And Casey's like, man, I bet they're like, I bet they're across the river and they're stuck. And we came into the first big rapid, Chernobyl, and sure enough, like they were camping on River Right, and they had to cross the river. Rio. (laughs) You're all about the hugs. All about the hugs today, huh, Bubby? What are you doing? But, uh, yeah, so we got down. uh, We were kind of like looking down into Chernobyl, and they're like running downstream to watch us and, you know, hooting and hollering. Cool. They they were all good, but it was just, you know, it was funny. I was like, oh, there's those people right there, you know. Um, And, uh, man, it's just, um, it's such a cool river. It's, like I said, Back in the spring, it's probably some of the best white water in Georgia, hands down. Wow. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I love my Chattooga, but, you know, as far as, like, um, yeah, just the length of the run and the, the fact that you're, you know, pretty remote the entire time, um, you got to plan this one out. You got to be there when the water's right. And I've been up there where, you know, we read the gauge and uh, the gauge was saying it was over two feet and we got up to the put in and after hiking down in to the river and it was like, this ain't two feet, you Mm -hmm. know, it was like, oh man, this is going to hurt from so many rocks and getting stuck. And, um, so yeah, the last three or four times I've run it, I've been really just, they, they, it gets better. It just keeps getting better, because I, I think also I'm starting to figure it out, and I'm starting where where it's raining. I'm, I'm, I'm starting to remember, because the the a lot of the big drops are kind of you come in there's really sharp turns, and they're usually hiding around that turn. So you know, you just it's a matter of knowing where you're at, and uh, we we're definitely on the lookout for wood. Um, there was. There's always wood in the Conestoga every time I've been, but there was definitely some new wood. Uh, that you know they had forest fires out there several several years ago, and a lot of the trees that you know were damaged in the forest fires are starting to fall into the river. And but um, man, it's just it's high quality water, a high quality watershed. And uh, any chance I get to go in there, I definitely go for it. So sounds awesome. Yeah. Um. All right, man. Well, I guess let's, uh, I think, you know, we all had 
some good good uh, days on the water, and that sort of leads us to this uh, this topic, which is sort of a post paddling bliss feeling uh, <laughs> that uh, Joseph here has uh, has what, what's our come topic? up with his term? <laughs> what's our which topic, is what, Joseph? Joseph, what was this? Uh, river soft, river soft, baby. That's so, right. and and again, I I don't know if I, but it's Joseph Pate here is our is our guest, uh, friend of mine. Uh, we work together and paddling buddy, and glad to have him on. Um, let's just dig in. This is this this idea of river soft. Uh, Joseph's been been thinking about it some, and then he and I have talked about it a couple of times. And I was like, this would be a great topic because I think every paddler can relate so i'm gonna let you just sort of explain it a little bit and then we'll we'll chime in what wherever it goes here so sounds tell good us about it man <laughs> well yeah so i i guess what what where, where the idea came from was several months ago i had uh had an opportunity to uh it, it was my first time uh i guess doing the the, the full-on rites of passage at the chatuga um three five where you carry your boat all the way down and you, you get in and uh, you run the section and then you carry your boat all the way back out and um, a lot of people in my, my life and my world that's been a very important river to them and uh, it was a day that, that we were able to get out there Ted was able to get us out there and um, I have to say it was probably one of the top five days I've ever had in my life it was <laughs> it was just a magical uh, beautiful day. I, I think I got the the sense of what a lot of people talk about within the Chatuga and the gorge down there, and, and the beauty of the wild and scenicness. <clears throat> and so I was, I had come back and was um, at work and was talking to uh, uh, one of my colleagues who, who who boats as well, and I just I was like, hey man, I'm just feeling river soft, and he's like, what are you talking about? And I was like, <laughs> he's like, well, hey, stay away from me then. <laughs> I was like, I, I don't know. It's I guess it's sort of like an afterglow or this 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 whole idea, and and, and of course I, I an aura. I, uh, yeah, yeah, and I, I I had I had I had had literally you know I, I had swam a lot, um, had a couple of swims that day, and. Um, there's nothing like I found with the, the, the just the water in the Chattooga. It just almost scrubs you clean. There's there's something in there that your skin actually feels soft after you've been in the water, mm-hmm. um, been in there, and and, and then that's why Link stays so soft, <laughs> so, so, <laughs> so soft, so silky smooth, silky smooth. And and so th- there was there's those aspects, but then there's also just other parts of just. I guess maybe hard edges that you get uh, just dealing with normal things in life or other things that you have. And there's just something about after a day on a river, just just sort of having a, a softness to you and a soft a, a feel. And I don't know, maybe 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 less um, angst than I've had or less <laughs> less. I don't even know how to say it. I just I'm not as you just leave leave everything behind. And, yeah. And, it's all out there in front of you. Yeah, yeah, and 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 it's and so I just kept playing with this idea of just river soft, and it, and it just became this um, almost this, almost this feeling that I was I was wanting to reproduce and to get um, again and again and again and um, and and have that have that that sense about us. So that that started you yeah. and I talking about it. Yeah. Yeah. And I, you know, I mean that that was a great day, and and I do remember in particular, like because we've we've been just 
doing this for a while and you know, on these trips and s- sort of setting little goals and, and trying to do things. And, and that I do remember like coming link. What is the rapid that's right after, uh, right after screaming left that, that you and I talked, we, we ran it the other day in the duckies on, um, you took me through a little, Shoot, and I told you, I was like, I never know where to run on this one. What do you call that section uh, right there? S-turn. Is it S-turn? It's got, there, there are three ways through it, and one's like boom, boom, boom. This one goes way over here, and we went through the middle and down. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's, there, well, that, you know, some people call it S-turn, or du- double S-turn, because there's okay, not one so. but two S's. <laughs> but, uh, um, yeah, yeah, well, it's a technical little rapid, but you can, if you know... The slots and all the rocks and the currents through there, the channels, there's lots of ways to attain back up the rapid. Yeah. Well, because I, the rapids, because of the way the S's form, you can, the upper part, you can definitely play it up and attain eddies and back, paddle yeah. back, all the way back to the very top, the pool above it, the rapid above it, uh, which is kind of cool because there's, you know, there's not a ton of rapids out there. You know, on 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 many rivers that you can do that with. Yeah. So yeah. It's well, a it's. Cool little... I just remember coming through there, and I mean, just you know, like Joseph was, like loose and just banging down it, and not you know, I mean, and that was different than he had yeah. had been like in in some previous trips, and he just you know, it was it was it was a good day, man. So that's that's one that, you know. It, it definitely it's it's a great rapid to do eddy work in to catch eddies and you know do peel outs and s moves and um um yeah it's a really really cool rapid yeah um you know we so we this this whole idea of the feeling that you get after after paddling and you know y'all mentioned it already but i definitely uh in terms of of uh it being therapeutic you know i mean i've joked about this for years but it's not really even a joke (laughs) like i I just basically say like that that is yeah i don't know that i need therapy but you know (laughs) everybody's got their ups and downs and definitely when i go uh when i go paddling you know it's this great experience and i feel better Afterwards, so I mean, well, it, it is therapy. It is, it is my therapy. Yeah, it is therapy. Um, yeah, I, and I so think it is. You, you know, know, we've got these different, um, you know, elements. Yeah, and I, I think I think another piece that came into it with me was um, I had mentioned to you, Ted, was um, there's this guy Joseph Campbell. He 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 did the Power of Myth and. Lucas, George Lucas loved him and created the whole, you know, Star Wars saga after the hero's journey and this whole thing. And he's got this... Very timely, Joseph. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> Friday night. Get your tickets now. Um, <laughs> but he had this, he has this, this, this quote that had haunted me for a long time. And, and the quote was, was, I may butcher, but something along the lines of, you know, People aren't so much as searching for the meaning of life as they are for the search. As they searching for the feeling of being alive, mm-hmm. and so much of my sure. existence had been searching for meaning. That and 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 I think even 
Um, maybe this is where I'm at in my age, like, you know, my four, you know, like meaning and purpose and, and, and all of that kind of stuff. And, and I think one of the things that, that this, this boating has opened up is, 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 I mean, I can get meaning from it. I mean, there's, there's definitely meaning you can take, but I think one of the big things for me is there are these moments of feeling alive and, and that's what I'm really trying to replicate yeah. and go get again and again and again. And, and sometimes that feeling alive is like being sphincter tightened, right? Like, oh, yeah, like being it's being scared. scared. It's, yeah. it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's having, it's yeah. having, it's having myself challenged or pushed or, well, um, unknown. And then, and then the other side is, you know, this bliss, like it's, it all feels good and mm-hmm. I'm feeling warm yeah. and fuzzy, but, it, but, but all of it is, <laughs> I think for me, what I've, I've, the gifts that I've been given is, is these very presenting moments in which I am in my body in the water, in the boat, in the moment, doing the thing that's required of yeah. me, and my brain's not in fifty other places. Yes. I mean, it's you're, you're, I'm thinking you're, about any you're, other things. No more, no, no better way to be present. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Yes. yes. It's exactly. A, and if you're not, that's when you usually get your butt kicked. Right. Um. You know, by the river. But uh, <laughs> but no, I mean, I I agree with you. Um, Definitely don't disagree, um, but I've had, you know, I've I, whenever I give my safety talk, my trip talk, at work, you know, and I, lay it on people because, I'd I'd rather have, yeah, I'd rather them have more tools and you know and and not have to use them than, you know, need them and not have them. Um, as far as what to do if they're out of the boat or when someone swims and that kind of stuff. But whenever I get done, people are like wide-eyed, you know, and I hate to say that, you know, majority of the ones that are wide-eyed are the ladies on, you know, especially older, older ladies on the trip. I'm like, listen, my, you know, bark is worse than my bite. And <laughs> I, you know, I have to talk about this stuff, but I like you scared. I, I, you know, fear means you, you have a healthy respect for what you're about to get into. And for someone that doesn't, you know, it's just a matter of time before, before they, you know, they, they walk into something, you know, you know, feeling 10 feet tall and bulletproof and, you know, mother nature has a way of, of bringing those things about and, you know, Humbling Get, you, humbling <laughs> you, and and bringing your perspective back to where it should be, I think you know whether you get it or not. So and and those are those are good things. You know, fear fear is a good thing. You know, and and uh, I I love that quote by, uh, and I'm gonna butcher it, but by Will Smith is you know the 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 maximum. Uh, what does he say? Like the, you know just beyond maximum fears is just the maximum payoff. Mm-hmm. You know, if you can get past that, you're the greatest, the greatest rewards are on the other side of that. Um, so I think that's cool, but also, you know, have, have good judgment and yeah. judgment, judgment is key, you know? And, uh, but yeah. Yeah. It's definitely a, you know, a Zen like, activity so you're only focused on what you're doing at that at that moment and that's 
I mean, that's why it's therapeutic. It's you know, your mind is off of all these other things going on. Um, the you know, and and the other elements there, of course. I mean, we're talking about in a way a, a spiritual kind of feeling of sorts, uh, which you know, definitely there's the mental. Uh, there's there's the physical side of it too. So, you know, when you bring that in, like, what are your abilities? And we sort of were talking about all of these things, like, you know, like what Link just said, where, you know, this sort of risk reward, uh, and then what are your physical abilities? And then, you know, Joseph, we were talking about that too. And in your field, which not necessarily like paddling, but, you know, climbing or or yeah, hiking any any number of activities like there are the there's this sort of you tell me it's a you we were talking about it's a yeah. paradigm tell us about that where, yeah where you're bringing those things together yeah and i think what's what's i'm hearing from all this too that i, I really like is that i think there's different motivations of why people people are motivated differently to and get different things from these experiences and you know, for me, I think one of the big things that was going on, uh, well, in particular the Tuckasegee this past week when I was out there as far as um, where it was, was I didn't necessarily have the fear that you were talking about with with the sense because I don't think that the water was necessarily, the challenge wasn't necessarily, my skill set had met the challenge that the river was sure was 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 yeah. meeting and and I know some people who once they get that point they want to do the next river up right they want to do the next challenge the next river may go you know yeah. now I'm going or, to or jump that. above everything and just yeah of course you got those go. crazy ones <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly well exactly. I, I got I got the stuff yeah yeah you know and I got the and, stuff and, and I've been paddling a couple times and, yeah yeah and, I want I want. All of it right now. Yeah. And for me, it was more of, it's more of, I like these pockets of where I can begin to feel comfortable. Progression. And, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and, and feeling, and feeling comfortable there. And I think, um, yeah, one of the things that we had, we had brought up is, is I guess different theoretical frameworks that you, people, people use different theories to define this. And in my field, uh, we pull a lot of that from psychology, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so yeah. And one of the cool things that I think has happened more recently with psychology is um, they've started doing uh, positive psychology, um, which which is is looking instead of like you know how psychology used to be about abnormalities or dysfunctional behaviors is is a is a branch functional they're more in the like yeah people thriving or flourishing or or focusing on positive behaviors Mm -hmm. as opposed to negatives and so one of the one of the theoretical perspectives in this is is a is a theory called flow theory really weird last name checks them a high there's a whole bunch of consonants together and and not many vowels in this person's name (laughs) checks them a high but um yeah, he studied all kinds of people, athletes, uh, uh, musicians, um, uh, performance dancers, like, you know, dancers and all these different things. And and so oftentimes, I think the simplest way of, of thinking about flow is, is like when you listen to an athlete and they talk about being in the zone, right? So when everything bleeds away and they're just completely focused in on, 
either the pass they're about to make, the pass they're about to catch, the ball they're about to kick, you know, whatever. Um, it, it's sort of being in this all-consuming um, space. And, and I think one of the, the powerful things about flow is uh, for the people that find themselves, and, and maybe you found yourself today uh, on the kind of saga like this, is that one, you're getting immediate feedback. So as you're doing, <laughs> as you're oh, doing yeah, an action, yeah, yeah. You, your world is giving you immediate feedback, whether yeah. that action is appropriate or inappropriate, given the context of whatever's happening. Yeah. Um, you have this weird like emergence of action and awareness. And this is where like people in sports say the game slows down. Mm-hmm. I think we were talking about this with paddling the other day with Charlie and the new boat is sort of, the rapid slows down and you know where to put the stroke mm-hmm. and the, like everything merges together in this, like yeah. this state, yeah. um, your focus is exactly where it needs to be. So either the, 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 but you're calm, you're, yeah. you're, you're breathing's normal. You're, you're like, but you're not thinking about your rent check no. or, you know, you're not, <laughs> or, or like, you know, what, what's going on, you know, back yeah. at home or, or things like that. Um, and, and your awareness is such that... Thinking about how many of these waves can I splash? <laughs> yeah, and, and that's like your, your awareness is, is like, I was even noticing this yesterday of like, I want to maneuver the front of the boat to hit right here in this wave train as I'm going through. So your awareness is heightened. You, you, you've got all this sort of control over everything. And, and that those feelings of control... again sort of the therapeutic side is maybe we don't feel like we're in control a lot of times in our world and in our lives and things like that and this all of a sudden becomes a very real moment in which you really are in control and have yeah um this stuff and so i don't know it's it's a cool theory to i guess use to think about all this and it's it's also it's it's also i'm sorry ted no um it's also addictive because once you hit that, you're like, man, I want, I want more of that. Yeah. So the the, the word that, that Chexamahai actually uses is it's autotelic um, is is the word, and it and it, means, it basically means that you desire to get that experience again and again and again. Yeah. So you you repeat certain steps to attempt to get that feeling, whether it is go back to the Kanasaga again, go have another experience on another river, but you're constantly trying to, um, and, and that becomes its own motivation. It's, it's, uh, it's, Mm -hmm. it's no one on the outside is motivating you to do it. But can that cloud, can that cloud judgment, can that cloud, you know, can that, um, like, you know, you're, you're, wanting that experience so you might take it to a level that you're not that or that or if you're not getting it what what does that do to you and i I think to people that are yeah are aware of of really why they why they want to do it so bad why they need it so bad yeah you know and i think i just i just just kind of thought of this because uh just because of the fact that I've had a lot of friends commit suicide in the last in the last seven or eight years, and it's been like, man, these are these are awesome people, larger in life characters, you know, raft guides, paddlers, and you just end it, you know, and and like I wonder if there's there's a link there, yeah, and it, you know, it's just 
it's uh, it's interesting. Yeah. To me. Yeah. Well, and, that, and maybe and and maybe don't want don't want the conversation to go dark, but yeah, maybe a conversation for another time. Yeah, yeah. Well, on even on that note, on this, let's talk about this chart. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's take. Let's get out the chalkboard. Our our guest has uh, has charts, <laughs> notes, and he's even got um, he's got handouts. That's right. We, uh, Link and I, had to take two tests um, and write a research paper. Future guests take note. Take note of of Joseph's notes. Yes. But uh, but on on the chart, the reason is because what you were just talking about, it's, you know, and and what I was going to say earlier is you were talking about that control that you have. Um, One of the things I think that reasons that we like it is I didn't have that control when I started. And then each time I progress, I can have a little more control. You know, not that we're going to ever control the river, but, <laughs> right. you know, like I can, but, I but, can, I can do things I couldn't do but finding you know, a year a way, ago. Yeah. No, I was flipping in the Notley when I first got on my boat <laughs> in the outrage. I was swimming in the Notley, yeah. and now I feel completely comfortable Run Chattooga. Yeah, 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 and so and so that's the the, the progression that you were talking about. Yeah. I think that that's exactly right. But on this, <clears throat> yeah. So so then I guess the next the, the next piece, if you look at flow, and and if you look at flow, maybe as a state of optimal arousal, right? Like where 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 you're you're <laughs> getting excited just <laughs> talking about you, this. Oh boy, <laughs> where you're where you're middle where I'm school. no longer river soft. <laughs> Middle school Ted is starting to get uh, started with. Oh man, what did you say at dinner? It was. Uh, oh, we're not. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I. I river, he's he's river chub. Oh. Keep going, chub. Joseph. Well, I I actually I saw this I saw this when I was thinking about today and talking that that some people were talking about adventure is basically. Uh, the, the the form of adult play, so like yeah. adults don't get to play mm-hmm. like children get to play and yeah. have these. And, and when I'm using optimal arousal, I'm talking about where your your creative energy, where every where your whole being is sort of being expressed. And in these in, in adult world, we don't get to do that a lot. And so yeah. adventure pockets become these spaces in which adults get to maybe have the closest form of play like a child does, right? And That's cool. and, and and I even know like when you were talking about that rapid, when you came when you were taking the video of me going through the rapid on the Chatuga, I was as giddy as a school I mean I was yeah. I was almost cackling yeah. of just the joy that was emanating from how fun, you know, this this mm-hmm. this whole thing was. And so all of that and using flow is 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 to say, okay, well this this may be a, a, a peak experience that you want people to be in. So there's this other framework that you can use to, to think about it, some of this stuff. And they call it the adventure experience paradigm. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you imagine you have two axes, you know, you have the X axis that's running horizontal and then the Y axis that's running vertical. Yeah. The horizontal one is like your competence level. So on the left side is low competence and on the right side is high competence. And then on the the Y axis, the risk axis, the, the lower part is low level risk to the higher part is high level risk. And so 
disaster. It's basically yeah. locating your thinking about where your personal competence is <clears throat> yeah. versus the risk of the the environment, the context that you're in. Yep. So your competence within that and 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 you know so many factors can come into play here. I mean, even if you look at the same river, I mean, you can look at yeah. the you can look at the Tuckasegee in August and you can look at the Tuckasegee in January and those are two very different <laughs> just yeah. with the the the, the temperature cold, the temperature yeah. it can be. Yeah. Um, you were talking about the kind of saga on the river levels and knowing what the different things are, um, you know, what it is. But anyway, you, you sort of the locate... Boat, the boat that you're in. The boat that you're in. Yeah, yeah. The people that you're with. Yeah. yeah. Who's out there with you and, yeah. and and what they're doing. I mean, so so all of that sort of merges on this graph to locate... Basically, what, what you're trying to do is to, to find the sweet spot, the middle zone, which is this mm-hmm. peak adventure. Always trying to find the sweet spot. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and so the, 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 the big thing would be like if you have, if you have like as you're building competence, like you were talking about, Ted, you're sort of exploring and, and experimenting. So you may do that on less... Um, traumatic consequential rivers yeah Yeah, that would be better so like for me that was a lot of it was just learning on the notley here in blairsville i mean just getting used to being in the boat and 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 then you can start having some experimentation and exploration with that then you get to sort of some adventure where it's 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 still you may not have the competency to take on the risk uh, I would say the 12 times that I've been through the falls at the Nantahala, that would be <laughs> yeah. adventure where I don't have the competency yeah. and I'm swimming, you know, through them. Um, and then, and then you start having that competency and, and the challenge and the risk meets where you're at. And that's that where you're in that zone where it's just peak adventure. Yeah. And then it starts getting scary when you start not having the competency and the risk get really, really high. And, and at least the, one of the ways that we conceptualize that, especially if you're taking people out on trips, is if, if they're not competent and you put them on a really risky river, you, you, can, you can create a misadventure in which this person will never go paddling ever again in their life because you've just right. I've seen scared that. them yeah. shitless and they're, they're done or, or whatever it is. Oh, yeah. I've seen people like, you know, that... Had had swims where they're probably n- never getting near a bathtub again, right? Without some, you know, like flashback or you know, like so you know, near 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 trauma type of deal. So yeah, and to me, that's what that. always I've always respected good raft guides versus not good raft guides. When I've been down with companies, is the ones that that just seem to want to scare their guests. Yeah. As opposed to understanding maybe some of the fears that the guests have yeah. and not allowing them go into that misadventure to where they never want to come back. Yeah. The good guides actually work with them to yeah. where they have a peak adventure or an adventure and they want to keep coming back to it versus right. you know, yeah, sending them into some kind of awful experience. You, or, you give somebody a positive experience, you're going to make them want to come back and give you more money and to have you take them down the river. And that's... You know, basically, they, they want to come back and come back and come back. And, you know, that's where we end up with requests and our, you know, our, I mean, we do, you know, me and, you know, myself and many of my friends, you know, we have people like, 
you know, months ahead, like, this is when I'm coming. You're going to be there, right? I'm like, you bet. Yeah. Like, why Why would I not, you know? Because I want to I wanna be there with them again and, and you know, let them help, let, live those experiences with them. Right. So, yeah, and that's, that's huge. Yeah, it's uh, empowering. And then I guess then the worst place of the whole thing would be is where you have very, very low confidence and very, very high risk. And that's where, you know, you could have devastation and disaster where you got yeah. people who don't have that self-awareness or self-regulation of what they're capable of doing and, and, and going on. And then that, you know, creates its own issues and problems. And um, we, I mean, you definitely see that in this sport. You know, I mean, there are people who get you can get in over their heads with the you know and and I know we've talked about this a hundred times that I I'm just I'm more conservative conservative on my sort of approach to any river that I'm going on and and I'm I'm just slow to jump in and that that may be good or bad but um that's just the way I am, but I definitely know people who are not. They're just like they're just you are. Jump, you jumping are. right, right in. You know, uh, maybe before they have the skill set. But part of the reason that I feel that way is I don't, you know, I don't want to go. I want to set myself up for the best experience. That for me personally, I don't want to go. And then I don't. I also don't want to ruin everybody else's day. You know, <laughs> and I mean, I like to go on trips with people like Link. If I'm going down something new, so that I've I've, I've got confidence in well, like the person leading me down. You know, yeah, so we talked about that on on the well, and, and teleco the other day. Like I, you know, yeah. Jared and Trace. Like I felt like my skills were there, but I need you know I needed them there. Yeah. To to feel like okay, these guys know where to put me. Which has been one of the coolest things for me about the paddling community is there have been those people almost shepherding. Yeah, me as I'm learning my skills, even if I don't have belief in my competence, and you, Ted, you and I, I talk, you believe in me way more than I believe in my competence. But I need that belief to then push me into sure. a, a river that maybe I wouldn't feel comfortable doing well, it, that it, I completely can do, right? That I didn't it, know that I could do. And it's the same with me and Ted. <clears throat> You know, yeah, yeah. Link, <laughs> Link will say, I, "Yeah, you could do this," and I'm like, eh, I don't know. "Yeah." I mean, you know, granted, maybe maybe one of our first experiences on the, <laughs> you know, on the on Snowbird Snowbird. Creek was, you know, I also didn't know how much wood there was in it that day, but and and the bottom dropped out on us. If the water had been there, it would have been yeah, 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 yeah. It would have been was... great, but um, but you know, after that, you know, and I I saw. You know, um, and 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 that's that's the beauty of of I think good outdoor leaders, instructors, teachers, guides, is they pay attention. They do, and they they see you know what's going on with you, and you know especially you know when you're out there with them and. And they see, you know, what what you're doing, and especially if it's more than one occasion, they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. And that's why I would, you know, I would never push into doing something on your own yeah. that, you know, I didn't think you could handle. And, you know, usually if it's, if it's, you know, if it's 
higher than you know I think you could do on your own then like jump in with me or you know yeah. like I tried to get Ted to go on the Tallulah and he was like no 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 and I'm like dude it's you know there there's also this there's also a certain aspect of what we do where we we tend to uh, it's a dance we tend to fabulize stuff you yeah. know like we 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 create these bigger these these you know, these bigger rapids or just bigger, <laughs> crazier rivers or just unattainable things that, that aren't really there. And when, and when you get down to it, as long as you're with the right group of people right. and people that know you and know your, know your skills, know your experience, then, you know, a lot of times you're good, you know, and then, and there, and, and I do believe in, you know, misadventure is one of the greatest teachers. Yeah. In the outdoors, as far as like flipping, swimming, stuff like that, it happens. You know, if it keeps happening, I don't want to say beatering necessarily, because yeah, yeah. I, I think there's already enough debate about it. But a certain bit of misadventure yeah. is going to help, kind of, you know, solidify certain things for you and you know, and, and your group. So, but, uh, but yeah, you know, it's like we tend to build things up and I do it too. There's, there's sections of river, you know, there's rivers I haven't been on because I hold them at such high esteem and there's only a few people that I'll go in that river with. Yeah. The, with the people that know it, that know it in and out, um, that I trust, that I know how they paddle, they know how I paddle. That kind of thing, you know. Um, so, yeah, and, and I guess I'm to the point in my career <laughs> uh, in, in my life where I'm, I'm that person, and, and I never thought I'd be the person that people look to, yeah. but I am. I do see that every now and then, you know, on the rear, I'm like, whoa. <laughs> you know, I'm at that <laughs> point where I'm the old guy. I'm the old, experienced, crusty old raft guy, and, that has a lot of experience, so you know. But it's uh, so it's so generative, though. As far at least for me, no, rec- no, on the receiving end, exactly. It is because it's sparked it's sparked an interest now. Yeah, and 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 so I just I think that's the cool sort of cycle of yeah. you know maybe even the metaphor of the river that it's always cycling and always yeah. moving through yeah. and always continuing on. It's even this. The shepherding of of new yeah. people into the sport and of totally. the experience, it is, it's just part of that whole. Yeah, and I, I love that. It's hippie dippy as that sounds. <laughs> yeah, but I yeah. mean, and, and you you asked me earlier, yeah, how long I've been doing this, and do I still get something out mm-hmm. of it? And there are days where I'm just like, <sighs> oh, yeah, like get, <laughs> just get. Get this over with, you know, like, please just take these people away from me and never, you know, like, like I'm, 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 I'm going to keep them in the raft. I'm going to get them down the river, but please, you know, like let them see that like, maybe this is something that they shouldn't be doing anymore, you know, because we do have people that come out there and they're like, oh, I, I want to. I want to do this. It's on my bucket list. Well, I, and I said this before, I don't want to be a part of your bucket list, <laughs> you know, because bucket lists have an end and I don't like that, yeah. you know? 
And I've had little ladies like, oh, I'm going to do this. <laughs> I'm like, well, not with me <laughs> and not today, <laughs> you know? And like, there's the, there's the bus, there's the van. You can hike up there right now and go, go. But, uh, you know, yeah, I do still get a lot out of it. And I love my job. It's the, it's the greatest job on earth. It really is being a raft guide. Especially in a, in, a, in a great spot. I love the southeast. You know, I love the rivers around here. And you can give people so many different types of trips, you know. And you can also bring people up, you know, from, you know, I mean, uh, from, you know, class two rivers. You know, you can bring them up the difficulty scale. But also, you know... I've I've seen changes. I've helped you know changes that made in people's lives. Yep. That's that's crazy. I never thought I'd ever you know never I never had any idea that I would be able to affect affect that much change yeah. in someone's life. And I've had people like you. You're the reason we're here. You know you're yep. you're the reason we moved from our home and we moved to the mountains and you know like oh god wow <laughs> like please don't <laughs> don't do stuff like that because of me but uh but that's cool yeah you know and that's i get i get to see it i get to be out there and i i get to see those moments with people when they get it when and i think when it goes, that, yeah that it goes light bulb bing goes on <laughs> you're like uh-huh <laughs> and i think it goes back to that thing of of you being alive or facilitating people feeling alive. And we yeah. don't, we walk around not feeling alive a lot. Oh, we, 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 we walk around enduring a lot. Like that's life is a lot of, of enduring as opposed to these episodic moments in which we feel alive and, and yeah. you're tapping into your part of that, which I think is itself a generative thing. You yeah. Know? You know, that's, that's yeah. super cool. You know, and like my, <clears throat> Parents, they're never they're they they're not sure. They're like, why should you? Why are you out there doing this? You know, I mean, they see pictures or videos of you know, like a scary <laughs> rabbit or something. Like, what are you doing? You know, why are you? <laughs> Who's this clown fellow <laughs> like, down rivers? What are you doing this for? Uh, uh, you know, and uh, it's not uh, like I've got to like risk my life to feel alive, but I think, you know, there it's. It's a challenge, and yeah, man, it, it, I mean, I guess that is the trick. It's like, I don't want, I really don't want to be risking my life to do this, but I don't have to feel like I'm doing that, you know, but I, I do like to have that. You risk your life getting in your car and driving. Yeah, exactly. But you I know, yeah, 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 there, yeah. There, there's many hazards in that, in that two miles <clears throat> as there are in 10 miles of a river. Sure. Um, that you have no control over. Yeah, that's right. The other know? people. Yes. And and like, what does that say? So <laughs> and and like, and that's a energy draining proposition yeah. right there. Just yeah. getting there, you know. Just yeah. like say, I got to drive two miles to work, but like, God, who man, knows what could happen? It's yeah. like, uh no. But I mean, just you're like, okay, here we go. Yeah, just do your routine, but yeah. then you get to 
get on a river and just release it all, man. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Just let it all out, and you're like, whoa. But and not even be like, blah, get out of me. But just like, <laughs> That's river yeah. soft. That's there it, it right there. there that it was it. It's at the end of it, you just feel soft, river soft. It's the greatest feeling in the world. It's awesome. Uh, well, and to, to sort of wrap wrap this part up, uh, y'all both have have quoted people, so I'll have to I'll have to do a quote. <laughs> Mine is short, and it's the Joseph Campbell as well. And it's actually it's on my office door. It, and it's just it's his most famous quote: "Follow your bliss." Yeah. Uh, and we were talking about chasing that sort of or that blissful feeling after paddling. And uh, so you know, to me, uh, I've followed my bliss in a number of ways, whether it's you know. And this is another element to that. And I think that's a, a great way. And I think, you know, all of us have, uh, you know, in, in different ways, you know, you're, you're not, you know, you wouldn't be, uh, it, we, you wouldn't be doing this uh, for 20 years if you, if that wasn't like your bliss, you know, if that's, yeah. if that wasn't what you were chasing. I um, mean, you know, and it, it didn't, it didn't materialize and, for a couple of years, you know, and, and yeah, several years. I mean, I remember, I remember probably fifth, sixth year in and, and the guiding and, and, uh, I was in West, I was working in West Virginia and my, my buddy, Sam Camper, uh, you know, we had big water year and we had a dry year. We had low water, dry year, my first year up there. And then the second year was like, the highest water they've had, sustained high water, all season, you know, that they'd had the longest time. And at the end of that season, I was just drained. And I told Sam, I was like, that's it. I was like, <laughs> I was like I'm done. I was like, I'm, I don't know if I can do this any longer. You know, um, I was like, <laughs> I'm going to retire. And, you know, from raft guiding, that's it for me. And then a couple of years later, I came back. He's like, uh, "Are you are you still retired? Because <laughs> you, you don't look like it." I'm like, "Fuck you!" <laughs> I'm like, "You know, I'm not. Uh, uh, I I need it. I love it. I do love it." And I, I think it was right around that same time that I realized that um, I, I stepped I stepped away, and I I went and tried to use my degree. <laughs> and wilderness leadership experiential education for, you know, what I thought I wanted to do with it. And then I was like, this sucks. <laughs> I, I worked for the U.S. Forest Service for a season in Colorado. And, and I had a great job and most wonderful place in Colorado. I still love Durango. But I was like, crap, man. They, they made me hate backpacking. <laughs> I like absolutely hate it, you know, like 12 days, 10, 11, 12 days at a time on the trail with a hundred plus pound pack full of equipment that you had to take off, pull all the stuff out, do science, put it back in when you're done, Mm. go about a quarter of a mile, pull it all back out, do science. I'm like, (laughs) go back into a cubicle and enter all the stuff. And I was like, as I was doing that, I was watching all the raft guides go by on the Animus River. I'm like, that's where I need to be, and that's where I ended up. 
But, he was uh, not river soft after those days. Yeah, it was, but, it was hard, man. But the, it was hard. It wasn't soft. The, uh, <laughs> you know, so <laughs> the other thing we had mentioned, you know, to kind of wrap it up is that it doesn't matter, like, what level of river that you've been on uh, or what type of boat that you paddle or, you know, whatever, what craft skill, any of that. You can be on a lake, you can be doing sup, you can be, you know, paddling, you know, flat water, class five white water. I mean, I think everybody still has that feeling that they're, that they're looking for. So, uh, so follow your bliss out there and, uh, how's about, uh, guys, how about, uh, some upcoming events? How about I just uh, I just threw this at Joseph. How about um, you guys um, suggest some uh, authors? All right, Joseph. Some authors and maybe possibly some books by them. Um, I have one in mind, but I'll, I'll throw, throw it out it. there. Uh, Lawrence Gonzalez, uh, Deep Survival: hmm. The Psychology of Survival. And, yeah, it's a great book. It's a that's like profound stuff I, I really enjoyed that book I we, we mentioned Joseph Campbell I think if you're interested in him the power uh, of myth the power of myth he has got a whole series <laughs> with Bill Moyers that uh, is incredible I agree um, and, and, and actually and, I, I first saw that in art school yeah and, and, and that, that has affected my artwork in, in, in so many areas <laughs> and that, that regular life yeah um if you're really into this idea of play um, and, and thinking about play, one, I guess one of the most famous authors on play is a guy by the name of uh, Huizinga, uh, H-U-Z-I-N-G-A, and he, he wrote a whole thing on play. Checks him a high. I'm not even going to begin to spell it. Spell it. Spell it right but, now. But 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 <laughs> you can you can you can actually find some TED talks and YouTube talks of him talking about flow. Check checks him a high. Checks him a high. Yeah. If you if you want to another another one of his things beyond flow, he's got another theory out there. It's called uh, vital engagement, uh, which is pretty cool. Um, and then I'll give a plug because one of the big things that I'm into is is, is leisure and, and leisure philosophy and theory. And there's a guy named Joseph Pieper. Um, Joseph Pieper. Yeah, Pieper. <laughs> he wrote a, a book called Leisure is the Basis of Culture. And um, and I think I think that's that's partly what I I know leisure is a four letter word in our work centric culture. It's a bad word. Oh yeah, leisure. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's cool, and 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 I think for me, is some of the experiences with RiverSoft is is being leisured. Yeah, um, and I think those are powerful experience. But Joseph well, Pieper would be one of those. I've uh, you know made my career out of leisure, so <laughs> and I've made mine out of leisure suits. <laughs> <laughs> we know that's right. We know that's right. All right. Uh, well, Joseph, thanks, man, for hey, coming. Thank y'all. I, I really appreciate, appreciate it. This. And you know, always fun uh, uh, paddling together, man. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and hopefully, we get to paddle. I know. Together. Soon. That's right. Soon. We'll get it. We'll get it. I went down the the Achille with you on the fourth. That was yeah. that was our yeah, time. That right. was that was a good time. That was a great that day. Was, <laughs> that was. I mean, it was. Yeah. Except Busy when day. we got stuck, but the rest right. of the day was great. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, 
send us your thoughts, uh, and you know, I'm sure there are plenty of corrections out there. We're open. Uh, waterboundpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, also, check out our Waterbound Facebook page, and we'll post oh, photos and whatnot here and there. We do have some t shirts coming soon one day, uh, they're coming. <laughs> We've had some people asking about them. We gotta. We just gotta get down there and print them. Well, we gotta get the shirts. We gotta get the shirts. We, we got gotta, the screens. We just gotta get the shirts. Yeah, we gotta get the, the monies together and buy some shirts and then go down there and print them up. All right. And how about some upcoming events, sir? So yeah, let's. Uh, well, this Saturday is SantaCon in Asheville. <laughs> Get it dressed up in your favorite Santa or outfit or just make something up and go run around with the uh, rest of the Santas. And you might see one. And uh, hope to see you there, Santa. Um, hey, we December were in December 21st on Saturday. Uh, we were in Asheville this weekend, and there was a Santa one wheel. 5K or hmm. something going on. There was also a one wheel, a Santa one wheel, <laughs> uh, like bar crawl. Yeah, uh, lots ball, of crazies. Bar roll. Lots of crazies. On one wheels. There. I've done that one. It's fun. But, you know, <laughs> you're like, oh, man, I've had a few high gravity beers yep. and uh, I'm on this one wheel <laughs> flying down a hill. Um, Misadventure. Yeah, so, Misadventure. is <laughs> always, you know, it's, uh, it's great. So, um, January 1st is, um, uh, that's, what is that? It's like a, is that a Wednesday? It's New Year's Day. That, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's when it is. That, that's perfect. Uh, Are we talking about this? Yes. Okay, yeah, uh, the, the Cartier River Chili Run, uh, Chili Run. Um, which I mean, you I put it, you put it, I on, put it on there. <laughs> I don't know. It's I mean, I haven't seen it advertised, but they, they, it's a Wednesday tag. Ah, but they typically do it every year. I went last year, uh, down at the Cartier experience, uh, go down there, Woody, uh, it's usually a potluck meal and people just, you know, they run laps or run a shuttles. Um, I'm planning to go. I hope they're having it. So, you know, we'll talk more about it if we see whether or not they're doing it. Awesome. Um, also, and um, yeah, let's talk about Daddy's Creek Go Fast Day, uh, the uh, Daddy's Creek race. Uh, it is held on the first Saturday, uh, first Saturday of the new year. That the gauge on Daddy's Creek reads between one point four feet and two point four feet. Uh, so. Um, yeah, so make if you sure. can crack that code, you can go. <laughs> well, they're they're yeah they're 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 basically as a gauge, and they they do have a the they do have a Facebook page, and they will be updating. Um, the uniqueness of the Dice Creek race is it takes place within the Catuso Wildlife Management Area uh, on the uh, Wild and Scenic uh, Daddy's Daddy's Creek in the or in the Obed Emery Watershed, but. Um, <laughs> The wildlife management area is has some you know pretty strict regulations, um, and it's very um, uh, kind of catered to. It, they cater to hunters and to the wildlife. So there are uh, certain areas, you know, or certain times where the wildlife management area is closed, um, but um, the the race will. Uh, take place from Antioch Bridge to Devil's Breakfast Table, and um, um, 
keep an eye on the Daddy's Creek Go Fast Day Facebook page. Uh, for updates around that area, probably within a day or two, you know, like anywhere from a day to four or five days ahead, they will make the call. Uh, they will know what the water levels are um, around that time. And uh, it's a great event. Um, it's, you know, mainly kayakers and canoers, but, you know, they, they don't really... Uh, you know they they don't mind if uh, rafters or even duckies come in there. Or, yeah. Hey, you want to take your paddleboard down there? Do that. So uh, it's a it's a great event and um, it's kind of a great way to kick off the new year for uh, boaters in the southeast. So um, definitely wanted to mention it because uh, I've I've tried several years to make it, but they had some cancellations and just. I always mix up the dates, um, but that one's pretty solid. First Saturday of the new year, uh, when flows are between one four and two four at the Antioch Bridge Gauge. So, what else we got? That's about it. Uh, mentioned Weaker Rivers in Ecuador with Endless River Adventures, January third through the eleventh, or February seventh through fifteenth. ERA does kayaking, uh, week-long kayaking trips down there during all during January and February, but these two weeks they're setting aside for doing um, uh, Week of Rivers rafting trips for people that want to go down. It's seventeen hundred bucks. It's um, as many rivers as you can do in that week-long period. It includes your lodging, your food, your first drink, your first adult beverage at dinner. Um, and uh, shuttles and equipment. It does not include uh, play money, airfare, or guide or driver tips. Uh, so those are those dates are January third through eleventh, February seventh through fifteenth. If you're interested, give Candace a call at Endless River Adventures and uh, set up set up a trip. Uh, tell them we referred you. Um, and then we are still trying to come up with some dates for a winter creaking clinic and possibly an overnight clinic. Uh, that will take place after the first of the year, uh, probably, hopefully late January to early February, somewhere in there. Get your dry suit ready. Yeah. Dry suits will be needed for that. <laughs> All right. All right, guys. Uh, thanks again, Joseph. Thank you. And, uh, Thank you, Joseph. Everybody Enjoy. out there, have a happy Festivus. <laughs> and uh, is it Festivus? It is Festivus today. For the rest of us. For the rest of us. And Merry Christmas and Happy it's Time Hanukkah. for the Feats of Strength. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, <laughs> uh, <coughs> have a good one, y'all. Hope, you, hope Santa Claus is good to you. Happy holidays, guys. Santa Claus, Santa Claus, must be good old Santa Claus.